Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Welcome to the Nathan Bex podcast. It's another Wednesday for us. It's Wednesday, my dudes. My dudes. How are you doing, Rebecca? I'm doing fantastic. Are you? It's going to be like 80 degrees today. I am so much happier when the weather's nice. You know what? I will say this. I, too, am happier whenever the weather is nice. However, I have been dying Why? Because of the pollen and the mold. Because you got the allergies. Speaking of which, a little heads up. If I am coughing throughout this entire podcast, I apologize to everybody's earlobes because it doesn't sound great. But yeah, this pollen is absolutely spanking me every day. Yeah, you look kind of miserable. I feel miserable. I, uh, I'm legitimately considering moving all of my stuff from my bedroom to the upstairs spare bedroom at the house. You think that's going to help? Well, because I think our, our basement has a bunch of mold in it, probably. Okay. Because like mold comes around this time as well. And so the long, like, I will spend time outside. And I'm like, oh, I feel bad. I'm going to go inside. And then I spend time in my room and then I just feel worse. Here's what confuses me. You have pretty bad allergies, Mm -hmm. but you grew up on a farm and people who grow up on farms typically don't have allergies because you're constantly exposed to it, right? You would think, but my entire family deals with allergies. I think it's just, it's more of uh, in the genes, you know, then you can have work genes and still have allergies. You know, change your genes. You know, I've been trying getting more uh, like, what's the stretchy stuff? Lycra? I don't know. In my genes. So that you can uh-huh. like bend down and stuff easier. Yeah. They have stretchy jeans for guys. I know. I have some kind of. Not like stretchy, stretchy, but they're stretchy. Uh, they're not jeggings or anything. A, a pair of faded glory jeans. Oh, my God. Certainly. <laughs> you know, you always make fun of my food allergies, but you, I think, have more allergies than I have. I, you know, that's probably true. Uh, no, that's not true at all. I can. I have an allergy to gluten. I know. I can eat bread, sucker. Yeah, well, I can go outside, sucker. I can go outside. I'm just miserable after. (laughs) I can eat gluten. I'm just miserable after. (laughs) Touche. Okay, so the other thing that uh, you've developed more of an allergy to is lactose. Yes. But we're going to test that lactose today because we're doing some milk taste testing. Yeah, something very exciting is happening. Actually, two things are. First off, Uh we've got some different flavors of milk and Eggnog. One, eggnog wait, is, is a milkish thing. Okay. It's just milk with okay, eggs in so it. So right? here, here's the deal. I was scrolling through the Facebooks and somebody posted this picture of these different Peeps flavored milks. And they were like, hey, just because we can doesn't mean we should. And I was like, oh, no, we should. We definitely should. We should because we have some special guests in the studio with us today. And I thought it would be fun to make our special guest taste test this milk. So Nathan, why don't you introduce our guests first of all? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. First off, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate that. Also, our guests, my sister, Abigail Rose. (laughs) Thought your name, (laughs) legitimately forgot your middle name there for a moment. (laughs) You've got a few siblings. And uh, her husband, Bradley are in the studio today sharing a mic because you know we can't afford we're a little short on mics so uh you guys can say hello if you want to hi hello hi do you remember (laughs) my middle name yeah thomas oh yours was a lot easier than (laughs) abby's thanks i'm disappointed i thought your middle name was ruth whose middle name is ruth aunt cindy's (laughs) mary was gonna be mary joe ruth oh i thought it was abigail ruth reese that's what my brain really (laughs) wanted to go with no, I, no. I mean, I like that yeah. almost as much, but no, Rose. definitely not Ruth. It's Rose. Which is our other aunt's middle name. Yes. Or first Diane. name. Oh, I can't remember. I think it's Rose Diane, actually. Rose Diane. Oh. I think. Yeah. Oh, well. I think it's Rose. Anyway, so yeah, so we got uh, three different flavors of Meowk here. We've got orange cream, mm. chocolate marshmallow. That sounds good. And eggnog. Mm. Is it? Wait, hold on. Is this just, is this eggnog flavored milk or did you just literally get a, a 
core of eggnog. Okay, well, it's eggnog, and I think it, and it says original recipe. The original. So you know it's the good kind. All of these say original here's, recipe. Here's the thing about it. Eggnog is written in Easter colors. So that's the... Easter eggnog. That's, the, that's like the fun part of it. That's how they got it from being a Christmas thing to an Easter <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. Eggnog and like... Like colored eggs, so we're gonna we're gonna taste test these milks. I am so nervous. Nathan and I are both lactose intolerant. Yeah, and this I is thought, a good idea. Yeah, I thought we were only torturing Bradley and Abby today, and I was okay with that. But then Nathan informed me last night that no, we are all doing it, and I don't really want to do this. Well, we're doing it. Okay, so which one are we doing first? Uh huh. Okay, I hate when you respond like that. Like, <laughs> every time I give Nathan an option, his answer is yes. <laughs> it's so Dad great. jokes. It is just point. so annoying. Bradley, what flavor are we trying first? Let's do the eggnog first so that we can uh, wash the taste out with yeah. the other ones. I'm not sure I like eggnog. Also, I've actually never had eggnog, but I hate it. Like, just because it makes me think of, like, eggs and milk. Oh, it smells I'm like... the same. It smells oh, like baby form... Or, like calf formula is what it smells like oh to me. Oh my gosh. Wait, hold on. Have you ever had eggnog? I, I think I maybe tried it like once, but we I don't We didn't think grow I like up it. with eggnog. We didn't. I don't eggnog know. never entered the Reese household. No. no. But I had eggnog at a friend's house the other day, and I got to say, it's pretty dope. Really? Yeah. I liked it. I and it was one of those things, like, I, I kind of had to tell myself I liked it. Yeah. You know? Because I was on the edge, but I liked it. I'm kind of nervous. Also, Bradley has to get an ultrasound later on. <laughs> Are you pregnant? We Maybe. think so. No. <laughs> they, um, just with blood tests, they were like, oh, something might be up with your liver. So, so they're going to look at it. He out. gets the old icy hot scan. Yeah, yeah so he, he's fasting right now. So he's not allowed to drink Swallow. it, but he is going to taste it and then. Yeah, swish and spit. Yeah. The old swish and spit. Okay, so are you ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Now just tell uh, yourself uh, you I'm like it. I'm not a fan. No, uh, just tell no. yourself. Take another sip and uh, just tell uh, yourself. No, take another no, sip. Uh-uh. Trust me. Trust uh, me. Hey, no, shh, I'm not trust trusting me. you. Shh, take yourself. Another, I'm take not another sip that. and try it. Mm-mm. No, don't like it. Abby, on a scale of <laughs> one to good, how is it? I actually really like it. Probably like a seven. Like I would actually drink it's like this. A like a sweet, glass of milk. thick milk. Yeah. And I actually, yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, I don't know. It smells funny, but. With it in my mouth, it was fine. But as soon as it's. It left my mouth. It, the aftertaste wasn't too great. Hmm. Rebecca is drinking her tea. Uh-huh, to, to try to cover the flavor. <laughs> Not like it. which Bradley and Abby brought us drinks today from 133 <gasps> oh Coffee. Oh, my gosh, yes. A tea. You know, Thank I think you so 133 much. should probably just be an official sponsor at this yeah. point. I think we've mentioned them every podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, so hit us up. And they're legit good, so stop by 133. Clay and Maggie and Caroline. All right, so are we doing the chocolate marshmallow or the orange cream next? Abby? I think we should do orange cream. Ooh, I, I'm not going to like this. I'm not going to like smell, this. Wait, what does it smell like? I can't smell It smells smell like anything. orange and cream. Everything it smells like pollen smell and like. sadness. <laughs> I know, it's like it actually really does okay. smell. Okay, Nathan, I didn't oh, count are to three. To count? Hold on. I didn't taste it. Oh, I do taste it. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay, the rest <laughs> of us on the count of three. One, two, three. <laughs> do you? Hmm. Okay, no. I I don't think I could like just. Uh, I can't do the aftertaste of whoa, orange whoa, whoa, cream. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, it hit hard. Okay, it started off okay, then it got really strong and really gross. Uh, like, I don't like orange cream even remotely. I, I like it. Bradley I likes know, orange I know cream. You I know you like it. You probably, I don't think I could just sit here and drink yeah, like, I don't, a glass like a drink of it, a cup no, of it. Like, I don't think I would ugh. buy it, but it, yeah. it doesn't taste bad to me. I drank orange Coke a while back, and it sounds really disgusting. It tasted okay, but like the belches taste like um like an orange Tootsie Roll, oh. and that's disgusting. Ugh. Oh, that's weird. An orange Tootsie Roll. <laughs> yeah, so don't go on that. Okay, mm. the last one is chocolate marshmallow. This one sounds good to me. On the count of three, Ooh. Nathan. I've hold tried on. to smell these hold every time, on. and I, I still can't. This smells like hold a on, roll. don't drink it, it yet. Like okay. Oh no. Yeah. Ooh. Do you like Tootsie Rolls? No, no. You don't? Okay, oh. it does smell like a Tootsie Roll. Okay, on the count of three. <laughs> You're not gonna like this. <laughs> you ready? One. You don't like Tootsie Rolls? No. It's like, <laughs> like what? when you go trick or treating, that's at the bottom of the bag. Like, no, no. Well, it's those. at the bottom of the bag because you save the best for last. Okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. Uh, it's not as good as regular chocolate milk. That's for sure. It tastes more fake than chocolate milk, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's the marshmallow that's I was going to say, it's in. like they took chocolate milk and they're like, how do we make this a little bit like grosser? Yeah. 
How yeah. do you make chocolate milk worse? It tastes like off-brand chocolate milk. Are you going to swallow that water, Bradley? <laughs> <laughs> I think you can have a little it's bit just of getting water. the taste out of my mouth. Yeah, okay. It wasn't bad. Oh, those weren't too bad, actually. It wasn't horrible. Kind of it was a lot more sweet than <coughs> normal chocolate milk. I've definitely had better, for sure. <coughs> so, interesting okay, thing. I'm glad that's over. <coughs> yeah, it was... Wow, I just did that right in the mic. Sorry. Um, interesting thing about Bradley and I is that oh, no. I wouldn't say we grew up together, but we've known each other for at least 10 years. Mm-hmm. From like 12 on, we yeah. grew up. I was 11, you were 12, and you came in and you were in the youth group before me, and I was a little <laughs> bit salty about that. I remember A little that. bit, yeah. yeah, because you yeah. made friends with the people before I did, so whenever I came in, it was like, I was in Bradley's shadow. But whatever. Anyways, I'm everybody's <laughs> favorite now, so suck it. Uh, the point is... <laughs> Bradley and I went Got through a, a, a lot together. So I know a lot about Bradley, I feel like, as far as your childhood goes, for the most part. And we were talking the other day <laughs> about how you and your older brother, Tyler, would ride on bikes and would joust with airsoft shotguns. What? Yeah. So you would ride towards each other and then... Were, were you trying to shoot each other off? Well, <laughs> or were, was it just, this was there any really goal? dangerous. Well, they were pump action shotguns, so you had one shot. So the idea was like, shoot anywhere but the face in like the most, best way you can hurt. It's like other. a game of chicken, but there's like. You're not trying to knock each other off. Right. You know. Interesting. But well, he was really good at it. He shot me in the elbow a few times in the same spot. and <laughs> Consistency is yeah. key, you know? That's precision. That wasn't fun. I never needed this. Hey, Nathan, idea. What? So this weekend, Saturday, we make a video. Of us jousting with Airsoft? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You and me? Okay. You're going to get whipped. Now that we've said it, we have to do it. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. It's going to happen, Next guys. podcast Tune video. In. Let's Just make like a video fries. about it. Just like the French fries. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, the reason I bring that up is because there's a story of these two guys. It's a fairly old story of these two guys who uh, they they had a bulletproof vest. One. One bulletproof vest. And one gun. And they thought, let's test this sucker out. And whenever I heard about this, it actually reminds me of something that either you and your brother would do or you and I would do. And so it's good that we don't drink because this would have been us, yeah, mm-hmm. probably. And so, anyways, so that's what this story reminds me of. But yeah, they had a they had a, a bulletproof vest, a gun, and they're like, let's test this guy out. And so one put on the bulletproof vest, and one took the gun and shot the other guy, and he survived. But you know, it hurt. No, it hurt. Fuck. It hurt enough to make him angry. But did he die? <laughs> No, but so he, it was a good idea. But he definitely turned that gun around. Okay, but he also <laughs> sounds like he just went like and murdered his friend. Oh no, no, they he switched, switched vests the vest first. Too. He's like, okay, okay, now it's oh, your man. turn. Here, put the vest on. Yeah, let's make sure that's nice and tight. All right, you ready? <laughs> he unloaded an entire clip on his pal there because it hurt. And he's like, you know what? That hurt. Take this, buddy. And just unload it on him, which made them need to go to the emergency room. Yeah. So uh, that happened. Mm-hmm. Sounds like something Bradley and I would do. Bradley, question. Did Was there ever any moments in your childhood where you um, did something to your older brother and then immediately regretted it because you know, <laughs> knew retaliation was coming? <laughs> We were wrestling one time and I like punched him in the back as hard as I possibly could <laughs> and he didn't enjoy that so immediate punishment for that. So. There was there was one time Yeah. Um gosh. I think I think I hit one of my siblings and then immediately broke down into tears cuz I was afraid they were going to hit me harder. <laughs> this sounds like a Nathan thing. I, like it was immediate. It was like Oh, I'm so oh. <laughs> An immediate, like, I just done messed up. I'm done. I'm donezo. So that's why I asked that. that. I don't think I ever tried to retaliate because I was the youngest, also the favorite, which meant everybody hated me because I was the most loved, except for by my siblings. But my parents loved me the most. 
And they would torture me all the time. And I would never tell on them because I thought they're just going to beat me harder than when mom and dad go to work. That was my life. That was your life. You were tied to a tree once, right? Yeah. Okay. That was a fun game. That was called the train (laughs) game. And they would tie me to a tree. Like there's four of us that were at home all at the same time. There was actually more of us, but just four that were home at the same time. And the two older ones were on a team and the two younger ones were on the team. The two older ones would like tie me to a tree and they would tie the ropes really, really good. And then my sister that was closest in age to me had to untie me. And she had to get me untied before the other two made it around the house making like choo-choo noises. <laughs> and if she didn't get me untied in time, then the other two would like jump into me while I was in up they against would the tree. They would body slam you. Yeah. Against and like the tree. my spine was always bruised. And my mom would ask me why my spine was bruised. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what could be causing <laughs> that. Oh, what the heck? Here's the thing Loyal. I figured out later. Loyal. They would tie the knots like really good. But when it was our turn to tie them up, we would like tie a bow. Like, we didn't know how to tie these nuts. So they would always get untied before we got around. Also, we were half their size. So even if they didn't get untied and we body slammed them, it was like nothing. Like, they would just pick us up and throw us back. Interesting thing about that is that that is something you and Bradley have in common, actually. The train yeah. game? No, being oh, tied being tied like, to trees. Uh, I, Let's make a video <laughs> of playing the train game. Okay, no. I'll get a bulletproof yes. vest and a pistol. <laughs> This is going to be a fun Right after we shoot weekend. each other, we can tie each other to the tree. <laughs> Somehow somebody's going to end up in an emergency room and we're going to be on the news. Okay, Any so, publicity so, is good publicity. So what's the story tied to the tree? I, I, I was like four, so I don't remember a whole lot of it. But I do remember my brother and his friends tied me to a tree and kind of left me there for a while. That was... Like for a while? Or like how long? Like six days. <laughs> <laughs> No, one had of the to drink his urine. <laughs> That's a heck of a name. <laughs> no, there was there was one of the random boys who was there had a had a sister and that you know back then cooties and all they were like oh you should kiss him and so like she came up and like kissed me or something when I you know we were like four or whatever and they're all like ah you know that's hilarious and and then they untied me I think some short thirty minutes after. This was all Bradley's friends. Quote unquote friends. It was it was okay. my older brother and they, his friends. They okay, they were you, not my friends. They tied you to the tree so she could kiss you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't try to get into the mind of <laughs> them. They're they were evil. I'm learning so much about you today. Did yeah. you not know about that either? I knew there was a little girl that had kissed him when he was a mm. lot younger, but I did not know he was tied to a tree. <laughs> I do not know that was part of it. That probably put some stresses on your marriage, huh? Yeah, and I mean, I mean I was four. Oh, I don't not that long ago. I don't even know her anymore. I was anymore. probably like 15. <laughs> <You moved. laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, I was like 14. Like 15. Abby, you were the like girl. That. Do you not remember? <laughs> oh. And then, yeah, the other story, I didn't know about that either, I don't think. The shotgun jousting? Yeah, I didn't know about that. Hmm. They also mm. did it with that lightsabers. The stories are going to come out I today. Yeah, speaking of stories, in roughly six months, you guys should have a lot of stories. Yeah. Because you are going on an adventure. Going yeah. on So what are you guys doing? <laughs> well, we're hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. It's um, a 2,600-mile-long trail. It goes through California, Oregon, and Washington. So how long is this going to take? Um, four to six months. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Okay. I could do it in two. Question. Where, Someone's done it. <laughs> where, that was me. <laughs> where, where do you go to the bathroom when you're hiking, like, for four to six months? Because you can't really hold it that long. Uh, you dig a hole. Are you serious? And you do the duty. And you do the duty. And then you cover up the hole. So here's the real question. Yeah. Do you guys have any uh, poop stories of being <laughs> on the, the trail? It's the bathroom break. <laughs> My favorite. Well, we have one. Um, we were gonna go up a mountain one time, and we were just like a day hike the night. And the night before, we ate at Del Taco. It's a pretty famous place in that's California. A, that's an amateur move. So yeah, yeah. So it really was. the night before, it was like a three-mile hike in with quite a bit of elevation. The whole hike in, we were like almost bent over with stomach pain. Mm-hmm. I, I did not sleep well that night. I remember feeling <laughs> yeah. awful, and I was being, I was refusing to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom because it was so cold too. It was cold and it was dark. Did, did you guys do any baking in your tent? 
I think we Dutch did. Oven. Probably, we, we, yeah. <laughs> it was a, just a giant Dutch, Dutch oven. That's all our tent was that night. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a stove and we were afraid to light it because of just all the fumes inside. Right, yeah. yeah. Fire I'm pretty hazard. sure we burned yeah. holes in our sleeping bags that Smokey night. Smokey the Bear thanks yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Kept all the animals away, that's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, then the next day it was, we hiked the whole next day. And yeah. still neither of us had gone to the bathroom, but we were having like... No, was, like, morning of, I went. You I did? Went, you yeah. did? It was, it I don't was know if I... Another difficult. thing Abby doesn't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> Without me. It was very difficult, like... Was that the time that we were having like those like poop contractions the whole time? Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, how was the like, uh, sweat? How was the weather? Was it raining? It, it was pretty. It was cold, cold in the morning. Yeah. Chocolate rain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was, that's we the got to the top of, of the mountain. Stories. We didn't. We, it didn't yeah. keep us from going. You didn't poop the whole trail? I think she I did. did. No, I did. No, I did. Behind that big giant tree, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it the, was cold. The poop tree is what they the call poop it tree, nowadays. Yeah, it was yeah. like this giant tree that had fallen. I was like, I'm going to go behind that tree. But I could see the trail from not far away, and I think there was people that walked by at one time, but I'm that's, not really sure. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they didn't mind. <laughs> I, uh, we live in the country, and so it's, uh, it's part of my life to just, if I need to pee, sometimes I'll just walk outside and pee. And I didn't realize growing up how easy it is to see what's going on <laughs> yeah. from like our neighbor's house. Oh yeah. yeah. I was literally like yesterday I realized this. I was out there I was like, we're working on this place in our backyard. So I walked to the side of a house and I'm peeing and I turned around and I can very, very well see our neighbors out in their yard like doing stuff. And I was like, <laughs> if one of them was peeing, I could definitely tell they were peeing. For sure. And so I just had that moment. And so then uh, I had to like kind of like shuffle back and forth like I was looking for something on the side of our house. While you're peeing? While you're, while you're just peeing. What is the house. Where did that like go? Was it like the hammer time dance? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's fantastic. They did not suspect a thing. Yeah, I bet they didn't. They were like, yeah, Nathan's outside peeing again. Yeah. So That's funny. that happened. Okay. So I was reading this story this morning about this teenager that was attacked by a bear. And he was hiking uh, along a trail, much like you guys are going to be doing. And he was looking for deer shed, which if you don't know what that is, that is a deer antler. Those are worth a lot of money now. Anyway, he surprised a black bear, I believe it was. He's only 16 years old. He had a backpack on, and the bear jumped, like, to attack him. Well, he was thinking, because he had bear spray with him, but when the bear, like, attacked... He dropped the bear spray. Oh, no. So instantly, he, like, curls up into a ball, and the bear is just mauling him. But he's, like, reaching around like he's trying to find the bear spray. He finds it, sprays the bear. The bear runs off. He is able to radio for help. Two-hour drive to the hospital. He's all good. My question. How's the bear? Yeah, how's the bear? Um, Nobody has heard from the bear. He wears glasses now, so thanks, <laughs> kid. Ruined his 2020 vision. He can my, barely see. <laughs> my question is, you guys are going to be out hiking this trail for a really long time. Like, I, I don't even know how to prepare for something like this. What do you, what do you do? Like, is there dangerous animals? Like, could you get attacked by a bear or a cougar or snakes? I mean, like, have you prepared for this? You might die. Yeah. Well, there's there's definitely snakes. Um, There's a few like black bears around in the Yosemite area as we go through, and then quite a few mountain lions up in Oregon. So we we've definitely thought it through, and you know diminish the risk as much as we can. Okay. So have you like memorized like the sounds animals make and stuff, so so you know like when something's coming at you. Uh, um, rattlesnakes, we should be able to hear if we get too close to them. Yeah, and but then mountain lions a little bit. We watched a few videos. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's sound. It sounds like a bird. That's, or a, a that's like woman a beautiful, screaming. beautiful, beautiful nature sounds. Like, oh, oh. the sun is shining, the a, birds are singing, and then, rawr, like, one just a attacks nice you. nice spring day. That sounds like a woman. Is that an actual mountain lion? That's a legitimate female mountain lion. Oh, my God. Gosh, I think that would be terrifying to hear if you're walking, especially at night. <laughs> I don't think I would have yeah. been scared. Like I, I legit would have thought that was a bird. I, I, I mean, I would think a mountain lion is going to growl like right before right. it attacks. But when it's like this beautiful bird chirping, yeah. you're not prepared, right? You want to walk towards it, you know? I want to yeah. see this yeah. beautiful bird. That's yeah. when you start talking really loud and Surprise. making yeah. lots well, of Well, mountain lions, yeah, they're very uh, stealthy. Like think of like a lion, you know, like stalking its prey. So they're not really actually going to be making that noise if they're stalking you. Here's another really another mountain yeah. lion. 
Oh, that was really loud. That <laughs> just sounds like a horror movie. Sounds like like if if there was a woman in yeah. distress in the woods and she was a smoker, you'd be like, <laughs> "I'm coming, Gertrude." Yeah, I think I would feel like running towards that noise, which sounds kind of strange, but yeah, yeah thinking dude. it's a person. Those uh, mountain lions are are trick, tricksters. Oof. They'll get you. They'll get you real good. Yeah. Yeah, but they they definitely say you know if if you think there's a mountain lion around, make sure you get in like a group of people. Maybe take your backpack off and like raise it above your head. Make yourself look bigger. Make loud noises. Just start yelling. Hmm. You know whatever people, it may be. Some people, if they're hiking by themselves and they know they're going to be alone, some people will actually take like a harmonica with them to just make just make noise. All right, that'll definitely scare like more. sing them to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Serenade yeah, them and just like yeah. make them all go to sleep, and then you don't have to worry about them. On this trail, <laughs> do you guys carry any sort of protection? Just my husband. I mean, I don't carry him, but I take him with me. And he carries those massive biceps. That's right. Okay, so so then Bradley dies. So, Abby, you're on your own. Hypothetically. 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 We have a Garmin in here. Just, <laughs> yeah. I just hit the SOS button. Then then Abby can continue the hike with her Garmin, and yeah. no worries. I know. As long as <laughs> I... I was just like, I'm going to complete this. I'm going to Canada. <laughs> I'm going to Canada. Oh, my gosh. Okay, speaking of Canada, there's a story about this this family was in florida they've got grandpa with them family mm-hmm. vacation oh, grandpa's fun. like 70 something years old grandpa dies oh my goodness Uh-oh. okay which is really devastating but here's the thing when you're in canada this is no laughing matter brother stop it <laughs> when you're stop when it. you're in canada you have like health insurance and stuff but if you're traveling outside of canada that doesn't work. Like you have to have travel insurance. Oh. So grandpa dies and this family's like, well, we can't afford to just pay out of pocket. We got to get back to Canada. So they like totally weekend at Bernie's grandpa, put him in the car, <laughs> throw him in the trunk. Two days. They drive two oh my days. That cannot was, smell good at yeah, all. To get to Canada. To they just had the air conditioning up really. Yeah, they were yeah. playing Frieza I and mean, Grandpa yeah. was winning. <laughs> I have so many questions. Did they like, you know, like put a hat on him and sunglasses and like prop him up in the back seat? Or did they like totally conceal him? Like just, just lay him across the seat. Under the suitcase. They put him in the trunk. Just like. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, they got caught. Because when they get to the border, the, there was a little search that happened there, and they found two-day-old dead grandpa oh in the back seat. So, well, it's <laughs> terrible. Plan failed. So, did they have to pay <laughs> yeah. for the funeral or whatever it was that they couldn't do? Well, yeah, everything's out of pocket, and I'm sure oh they've goodness. got a fine for carrying a, a dead a body <laughs> for two days in the back seat of their mm. car. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I, mean, I definitely just try to prop him up and. Like put some sunglasses on and be like, "Oh, Grandpa's asleep. Don't don't mind him." He, was, you know? he is so dead tired. Just don't even wake him. He's like a sleeping bear. If you wake him, you don't want to wake him. Yeah. What they should have done is like, like in his mouth, like just put a few of their belongings in there or something, and they'd be like, "Why do you have a dead body?" And you're like, "It's not. No, it's a it's a body bag. You never heard of a body bag?" <laughs> That's just part of our luggage. I don't know what you're talking about. Found, found it at a shop on the side yeah, of the road. No, look, it's, it's look, he's holding stuff. Hang up he, he keeps bag. our quarters, you know, for <laughs> <laughs> just suspenses out of his mouth. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, yeah, so <sighs> survival tips on the road because, you know, you don't want to have to weaken at Bernie's um, Bradley, <laughs> you know, if something were to happen to him. Nathan, what, what's a scenario? What's a scenario that they... <laughs> Need to give us some advice oh, for, for okay. survival tips. Okay, okay. Um, True test right here. Let's see here. So hypothetically, okay. Hypothetically, you're in your tent, and a tornado comes mm. and yes. lifts you guys up. Is that possible? Tornadoes? It's not in California. California. Hypothetically, okay. There was some been some crazy storm, uh, so let's not count this out. Okay. So hypothetically, hypothetically, okay. you're in your tent, and a tornado comes. Do you stay in your tent and just go for the ride? Um, I'd probably go with the like grade school tornado tips and just find a ditch and. I mean, there aren't very many ditches along there, but there's valleys. Yeah, I would think staying in the tent is probably the worst idea. California doesn't really sounds fun. There's a lot of mountains where it will be. So there's. But like, if you get down in the the valley, I don't feel like you've thought through this, and I'm a little concerned. 
it's making me really think now. Like, oh you, no, you <laughs> were in the, in the sorry, Bradley. <laughs> Abby's not going anymore. <laughs> yeah, you can do this on your own. Right? Because like you would think, okay, you think getting in a ditch, but if you got done in a valley, wouldn't that be where the tornado would go? The tornado is probably more likely to go in the valley. Right, than it'll on just the fall down. You know, there so are really very you high winds the mountain on the as, mountain, as fast so. as you can. Like, there's like 40, 50 mile an hour winds up there sometimes. That's true. Do you sit in a tent in those winds? Yeah, Sometimes. you stake it down real good, uh. put some rocks on it, and call it good. But either that, or you just go down the mountain if it's bad enough. You know, yeah. you you definitely hmm. need to like be watching the weather, like on your phone and stuff. Make sure watch for tornadoes. Yeah, okay. You shouldn't be on the mountain anyway if there's a tornado warning. <laughs> so hy- safe up there. hypothetically, okay, you are on the side mm-hmm. of a hill, mm-hmm. and a bear starts chasing you. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Trip, Bradley. Do you run, run you run on the trail? Abby's got good survival yeah. skills. Do you run yeah. down? Do you run up? Mm. Well, I haven't really studied a whole lot oh about bears, Oh, my gosh. Bears, Again, actually. I'm mountain really lions. concerned. No, I don't I've think I've studied a lot this. about what you do for mountain lions, but bears, I mean, g- like, barely any pretty research. much, it's you carry the bear spray. You act kind of dead. You know, mm-hmm. you don't really. Kind of dead. Not completely not dead, com- but just yeah. kind of dead. You, you yeah. <laughs> You you act dead, you know the what that kid did is actually pretty textbook. I think Wait a minute, you know you carry it? the bear spray, and if they're really you know coming after you, you now play this dead. Is, if you don't want to antagonize bears, this might be completely wrong. But wouldn't be wouldn't a bear be more likely to trip running down a hill than you would? Yes, that's why because I think. they have well, more. You run then, down a hill and you climb up a tree. Okay, but don't don't they run like on all fours? And so yeah. so they're already close to the ground. Have so you ever their tri- tripability isn't like? Have you ever tried true. to run down a hill on all fours? No, because it's way hard. Because <laughs> we are human beings. Have you? And we- uh, listen, <laughs> I've seen a few bears in my day. Okay. Let's just say I live to tell the tale. Okay. Hypothetically, okay. there's a bear in the area. Would would it be a good idea if you carry a salami in your mm. pocket to throw to the bear? So, okay, you guys should hike with salami on you at all times. So yes. if a bear comes, mm. That's a good then, one. Maybe just, then you can throw the salami at the bear. Wouldn't the salami be attracting the bear to you in the first place? Oh, it doesn't matter because you can just give the salami to the bear. I mean, In fact, yeah. bring a bunch of salami, get all of the bears, build a bear alliance, yeah. and then you can protect yourself against mountain lions and, you know. Yeah. Can a people. mountain lion run faster than a bear? Yes. Yes. Okay, so jump on so. the back of a mountain lion. There you go. Bobcat with a saddle. There you go. Okay, we just helped you guys. You're going to be fine. Okay. So if a bear attacks, jump on a mountain lion and just ride it on out. One more I hypothetical like situation. Okay. You come across the bear. And he has safety glasses on, Oof. so your bear spray Oof. is rendered useless. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Oof. Mm. Spray it in his mouth. Is that a thing? He has a mouth. Can't Most have mouths, yeah. I think. I, I, I haven't mean, seen a I've lot seen, of bears. What if he closes his mouth like this? Goes, mm. Mm. I'd say close- spray right above the eyes so it falls down below the glasses. Ooh. Yeah, but the fur's over the glass. I mean, yeah, the fur. Again, until it gets you're wet. not thinking through all scenarios. <laughs> I'm a little I'm worried. Seriously yeah. concerned here. This is a little concerning. Mm. Yeah, I should definitely rethink three years worth of planning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, maybe I need another year because yeah. we are bringing up some scenarios here that you hadn't considered. Yeah, definitely. Man, I don't know. Now I'm, you guys might need to put this trip off. Worried. We might have to. We need to About Google some of guys. these things. What do other people do in these situations? We're gonna have to look this up. Hmm. Well, while we while know. while you guys are thinking about that, and while you guys have been planning that, there's somebody who has been uh, paying attention to slightly other things, such as sweet preacher- kicks. Sweet kicks. There's a uh, there's an Instagram now that's been looking at celebrity pastors' shoes, and uh, he's maybe making some points. Shoes. <laughs> okay, so this guy who started this Instagram like three weeks ago, he has like over 20,000 followers now because he is a sneaker fan himself. Let's get some shit. And he was noticing that some of the preachers that you would see on TV that have like mega churches are wearing like thousand dollar tennis shoes so he thought it would be funny just to post these pictures of these preachers online with the resale value of these shoes next to them and this has seriously blown up 
And it's not just like people who are interested in sneakers. Like people are seriously getting angry about these preachers wearing these expensive shoes. And the guy that posted it, like his intent was not to be malicious when he posted it. He just, this was to be like funny between him and his friends, like to make fun of, like, or just to laugh about. But people are like seriously angry over this. And when I first read this, I had to seriously think like, how do I feel about this? Because these preachers are likely spending thousands of dollars on a single pair of tennis Mm -hmm. shoes. I have a family member who does this. My son is super, super into shoes and buys really, really expensive shoes. Like he spends a lot of time online trying to find these shoes for like less than uh, what everybody else is buying them for. He does a lot of training. He does a lot of selling and stuff. And I've had a little bit of an issue with him buying these shoes, but now we're looking at all these preachers who have shoes. So I've, I've, I've thought about this, but have I'm you? curious, Nathan, what your opinion is on this. Well, first off, just so I'm understanding the, the situation correctly, the reason people get upset about this is because a preacher's primary income is from the congregation. Right. We tithe 10% or whatever. The, all of their income to. comes from. Right. Yeah. And so the reason people are freaking out is because they're like, well, I don't donated this money so that you could afford food. Yeah, I'm giving this money to the church. Right. They're they're hard-earned money. They're giving Well, I don't know, that's that's what it was. Anyways, <laughs> their their point is is that you're spending our money on these very lavish shoes. And I will say whenever I first looked at this, I was like what the heck? Like, do you really need a $600 pair of shoes? Um, however, and I think we're probably on the same track with this, is that I, I was listening to uh, another show talk about this actually today. And their point was just because these pastors are wearing these shoes or these clothes doesn't necessarily mean they bought them. Mm-hmm. They could have been a gift because that happens. You know, I'm sure you guys, I'm sure JOS has received I mean, not cool shoes. Well, he got a pretty sick stereo system. It's the only reason he's driving that. PT loser? PT. (laughs) That the stereo system is now dead in? Yeah, it now breaks, which means he can buy a new car. Yeah, so babe, time to buy a new car. Um, And so, you know, I I don't mind. However, I feel like a few of these people are like repeat offenders and that like on this (laughs) single Instagram uh, where there's how many posts? 30 posts. Like there's a few of them who have been posted like five times wearing like these different expensive shoes. And that's a lot of gifts, assuming we're going with that route. Uh-huh. And so as long as it's a gift from somebody who's like, you know what, I, what you've done in my life means a lot and I'm going to give you this to you, then, you know, that's fine. That's great that you helped those people out and that they felt led to give you a gift. That's fine. Wear the shoes. But if you're actually spending your money that you received from the church, it's probably not a great idea. Okay. I'm going to look at another aspect of this too. So these preachers that are being posted on Instagram, most of them are influencers. And if you don't know what an influencer is, it's somebody who has a lot of followers on social media. I think YouTube can be wrapped into that. Sometimes these guys who are preachers, it's not necessarily that that the church is giving them money, but they're getting paid through sponsorships um, for having a large following on social media. So so not only are they getting money from that, but they're also being given stuff like these sneakers because they are an influencer. So if they're wearing these shoes and people see they're wearing these shoes, then people are going to be interested in buying these shoes. And so a lot of advertisers, advertisers, a lot of advertisers will give them shoes or give them whatever, anything, just to advertise their stuff because they're in front of a lot of people all the time. The other question that has been posed with that is, why wouldn't they donate it to charity? Well, the argument that I've heard, which I agree with, is that if it was a gift, then the the chances are that if somebody's willing to spend this much money on a gift for you, then that gift, it, like it means a lot to them. So if I were to give you a gift, 
and be like, Rebecca, you know, you've really inf- been an influence in my life. You've really helped me change Aww, my life thanks, around. Nathan. No, thank you. Uh-huh. Here's a yeah, pair of $500 sure. shoes. And if my you were pleasure. to take those and be like, thanks so much, I'm going to sell them, then I'd be like, what the heck? Yeah. I could have done that too, but that's not the point. And I don't want to hurt your feelings. Right. I, I was trying to be a blessing to you, and instead you took that and, and did. And so in that aspect, it's like, honestly, it's better just to accept the gift, you know? And so that that's the argument on that. Okay. Now let's say that they are spending money on shoes, their money on shoes. What is too expensive? Like what amount is too much money? Because my husband is a pastor. Mm-hmm. We spend, I mean, yes, we try to, to have wisdom, which pastors are held to a higher level. They need to, you know, be accountable for the money that they're spending. Right. But we all have that thing we spend our money on, right? Like Karen's got a curio cabinet full of angels that she's spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on. What impact does does that have to the kingdom? But nobody's beaten up Karen for her curio cabinet, right? right? I, I would say, because shoes are getting a little bit more expensive, like 120 would be the max. Okay, but if it was 130, you're, you're spending uh, too much money. It is right out. Because here's the thing. At that point, if you're if you're making enough money from the congregation that you can live, you know, a life where it's not not a big deal to to buy a two hundred or three hundred dollar pair of shoes, then the the church should look and be like, all right, maybe we should be putting this money towards something else other than your income. But it's not to say that preachers shouldn't be able to have nice things. No, but shoes, I think. But within reason, right? Right. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, you can... Uh, but if their money's coming from someplace else, is it okay for them to spend it? Or should they always be missional with their money? I think if, for instance, if they sell a book and they're receiving money from that book, then they should have a little bit more freedom with that money. Not not necessarily, like, you know, because most of these preachers, whenever they write a book, it's a spiritual book. And a lot of that... Um, is stuff that God has told them or inspired them to write. And so I, I think that they should still be responsible with their money no matter what, but that's biblical to be responsible with your money. And I think buying um, extravagant shoes isn't exactly the most responsible thing. Same with buying, extra, you know, if you're buying uh, an 80-inch TV, if you're like, ah, 65 just is not doing it for me, need to bump it up a little bit, need to get that 4K, you know, then then it's like maybe you should look at mm, taking a little less income or tithing more okay but that should go really with with all christians so i think all around with this i think we need to be careful before we start judging and saying yeah, absolutely. you know these preachers that are posted on this was it preacher sneakers is, is the instagram page preachers in sneakers preachers in sneakers i think we need to be careful before we start judging them and sure. saying well they're definitely not a christian they're taking advantage of anybody who is and whoever's giving money because they're spending all this money you don't know where that came from you don't know why they have it there's also this preacher that nathan and i watch from time to time i can't think of what his name is right now I no idea. He was actually uh, featured on this thing. Yeah. So he did, he did a message um, that I loved where he's talking about these really high dollar sneakers and he actually uses them as an illustration. And he talks about when he went out and bought a pair of imitation sneakers because he really, really wanted this one particular pair of sneakers. Um, but he knew that he didn't have the money to go get like the actual ones. So he went out and bought the imitation ones. And a short time later, somebody gifted him the actual shoes. And he used it as an illustration saying, like, how many times in our life do we go out and get the get the um, the imitation ones because we're not patient enough to wait on what God wants to give us, like, the real thing? And it was a really, really great illustration. I don't think he's the type of person who's going out and taking advantage of money that people are giving to him. No. Yeah. Mike yeah, Todd he has, is his name. Mike Todd. He has cool sneakers. That's his thing, but he's not going crazy with it either. Right. He's being responsible still. Bradley Navi, you guys have been quiet. Do you have any opinions on this? Any at all? It could be negative. That's fine. Yeah, no, I think like everybody's got their thing. Everybody's, you know, some people like sneakers, clothes, whatever it may be, you know. And, you know, if that's that guy's thing, like sneakers, that's cool. But, you know, they also have to be aware that like people are watching, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Just, just be aware of that. that 
people are watching as a pastor. Before you go yeah. out and get those New Balance Z23s, <laughs> New Balance, you know, those are a pretty penny, and uh, you might need to consider backing it down Be a the little bit. Best dad at the barbecue. <laughs> mm. Those are Grass definitely not the shoes you want to mow in. <laughs> we actually, um, speaking of pastors, like dressing nicely. There's a uh, evangelist. His name is like Ben Shetler or something like that. Ben Shetler. Yeah. Shetler. Yeah. yeah. This dude dresses fly. Yeah, Pretty fly. But He's a fit. Right. Well. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Don't even. Don't even. She's <laughs> fit. It's a fit. Like it's a fit. It's a fit. What does that mean? It's a fit. Like it's hmm. a good outfit. Yes, that's what everybody ah, is. Oh, okay. Okay. It's a good outfit. I'm not. You guys have a new term now. We, we, yeah. yeah. It's a fit. I'm not in on the lingo these days. Um. Yeah. Me neither. And I hate that the more time I spend with Rebecca the more this stuff makes sense <laughs> it's, a it's a fit it's a fit um anyways the point is that at first for me I gosh I don't know how old were we whenever we went to the youth rally that this guy was like probably like 15 16 yeah. maybe yeah yeah so whenever I first saw this guy I was like this dude is oh. dressing really nice he's making bank doing yeah. whatever he's doing but then it was like it was a little bit encouraging because I always imagined like if you're a pastor, you're gonna be buying like JC Penny suits and wearing shoes from like Goodwill kind of thing, just your whole life. And you're always gonna be getting like That is so depressing. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. It is depressing. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I don't know if I even wanna think about potentially being in that ministry, but seeing somebody who actually looked like they were like they were dressed yeah. nice and they were still able to do what God had called them to do in the manner that God had called him to do it, it was like, okay, maybe maybe it's not that bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I no, agree. I think uh, him specifically, he knows how to dress well. He knows how, yeah. instead of going to JCPenney and getting, you know, that right. whatever suit, he, he goes out and he's like, I could easily, you know, I can exchange this instead and get this really nice. Yeah. They spend their whatever. money more wisely. He, he goes to Kohl's and uses all of his Kohl's cash. No, Nathan, it's <laughs> exactly. like how I taught you. Instead of getting like your khakis at JCPenney's, right. I was like, you can get name brand. You have to watch for this sale that happens. Right. Like, yeah. exactly. I just, there like you are. You're wearing, wearing right those. Uh, Air Apostle. Sweet pants They're right like there. They 20 bucks. They yeah. were originally like 60. Yeah. So, yeah. so you can find name brand stuff for cheaper prices. But I'm you pretty just sure they just inflated the price so that they could cut it down and say you were getting a better deal. Right. Mm, but it's still wow. cheaper than the JCPenney pants. Nothing against JCPenney pants. But they lo- they're cheaper and they look nicer. I, I feel more confident wearing these than JCPenney pants. Not right. that I have anything against JCPenney pants. It's a better fit. Not JCPenney. Right. The holster. I, do, uh, I did wear JCPenney pants for a long time, though. Yeah, you did. Arizona, and then I came in Arizona the jeans and Levi's. And I, just, I was like, Nathan, yeah. why are you wearing stupid pants? And then we got in that big fight. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a real... Uh, but now you dress better. Hard time of. in our Sometimes. friendship. It's, yeah, it lasted for like a day. I think Air Apostle has another sale, Nathan. If you Do they really? Pants. Yeah. Yeah, right now they're having their $25 pants sale. Yeah, so uh, we need more pants. $25 Yeet. is like... Uh. <laughs> I think Listen, I work in radio. I don't make them. <laughs> okay, I have got to tell you this story of something that happened to me the other day that I have been holding on to. Nathan and I are just doing this stupid thing right now where when something crazy happens, instead of telling each other right away, we save it for the podcast. <laughs> and it has been driving me crazy to not tell you this story because I left an old man on the side of the road to die the other day, but it's okay because what? my husband didn't. Oh. Okay. I was driving. Wow. I was driving to work. I was driving to work. And I was driving up the street, like in my neighborhood, and this old guy is like walking to the end of the driveway. And he's got a cane, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know an elderly man lived at that house, but that's cool. So he's walking in the driveway, and he starts like waving at me. Like, like he's waving like, not hello, it's like, keep going. That's what it appeared to me. And I was like, geez, old dude, like, I wasn't going to stop to let you cross anyway because, of course, it's going to take you too long. And I I don't want you to (laughs) think that you have to rush across the street. And I'm like, I'm just driving normal speed right now. Like, I'm going to get past you. You don't have to, like, rush me to move along. I'm driving here. So I drive to work. I don't even think anything else of it until I get a text message from my husband. And he texts me and he's like, craziest thing just happened. I just gave this elderly man a ride to his home. And like it hit me instantly. I was like, oh my gosh, where was this at? And he's like, the street right outside of our house. 
And I'm like, was it in front of the the rock house? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I saw that guy. I was like, what's the deal? And he's like, well, he went for a walk, but he got really winded. And so he couldn't walk anymore and he couldn't get home and he needed somebody to help oh him. God. He was trying to wave me down for help. Like the guy was in desperate need. And I, I was like telling my husband, I was like, I feel so bad that I didn't stop. And he's like, it's okay. I drove past him too. But then I noticed how winded he was. So I turned around and went back. And my husband is really good at like stopping to recognize when somebody's in need. And I'm like, oh, that person is probably not in need all the time. That's my go-to. Oh, they're probably fine. I'm just going to keep on going about my way. Anyway, so this man gets in his car and the man can barely speak English. Oh and goodness. he's trying to tell him, you know, that that he he can't breathe and he's really tired, but he needs to go home. So he's like trying to tell my husband how to how to get to his house and he just keeps telling him thank you, thank you, thank you like he was in such <laughs> oh desperate need. And my husband gets by his house and he's like telling him here and he gets out and the man just says thank you and goes about his way, makes it to his house. That man could have like died on the side of the road and I would have been like left him doing the news story about this man in Olathe (laughs) that died on a walk and like his family didn't know where he was. And I just went right on past him and I felt terrible. But thankfully, my husband's a great guy and he saved the old man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jay West is a good guy. Also, people give me a hard time for um, killing old people. Because it is something I have done before on accident. Hold on. That's manslaughter. Rebecca, (laughs) you have given into this lie. You have never killed anybody. I failed to keep somebody alive, which technically could fall under the category of killing somebody. Well, sure, if you're shooting them and you're like, ah, shoot, you know. I failed to keep them alive because I ended their life. Okay, well, let me tell the story real quick and then you guys can be the judge. Okay. Okay, so when I was in high school, I used to do these murder mystery plays, and I played the part of the murderer in these plays. And so this was on a train in Fremont, Nebraska. I was like 17 years old. There was this elderly woman on the train, and she was using like this breathing machine, and the the breathing machine thing wasn't working. So they were asking for batteries, and and people were getting out their cameras and, and giving their batteries, and so they were trying to replace them. Once they got the batteries replaced, like the breathing machine still wasn't working. And like you could see the lady starting to panic because she wasn't able to breathe. And all of a sudden the woman goes down. And so they're asking, does anybody know CPR? And I'm like, I'm only 17 years old. I am a lifeguard, so I know CPR. I've never actually had to do it on a live human being. So I'm kind of like, I'm looking around to see if there's anybody else that's a little more experienced than me, you know, that has like actually done CPR on an actual human being before. Nobody is coming forward. It's getting desperate. The lady is like, she's not breathing anymore. So she's down on the ground. So I do, I check the pulse, everything. And I'm like, okay, here we go. I just jump in and start doing CPR on this woman. And I do the CPR for a while until um, somebody else, they found somebody in another train car that comes up. In the meantime, if you've forgotten, this was a murder mystery train. I was the murderer. People legit thought this was part of the act. Like, they're all taking pictures and watching this happen. Oh like, like, wow, this is legit playing out, like, real style here. The woman died. Like, she died. Like, we had to stop the train. They take her off. And, like, that's the moment where people were like, okay, maybe this wasn't part of the show. And then I had to, like, keep on pretending, like, I had mm-hmm. to, like, play my part. Like, we still had to, to serve the people and do this whole murder mystery thing. And in the meantime, like, I'm trying to keep from crying. And like afterwards, I completely break down. Like I go home and I'm crying to my dad and I'm telling him what happened. He is trying so hard not to laugh <laughs> while I'm telling him this story because I was the murderer. And I tried to save this lady's life and she died. And it was so devastated, but he thought it was so funny. Well, the other radio show that I work on, I was telling this story and they thought it was equally as hilarious. Well, it's become this inside joke that I kill old women on a train. This mm. has gone on for so long now that I've actually become convinced that I killed an old woman on the train. And one day I was sitting in church and the preacher was talking about sins and he's like, at least nobody in this room has ever killed anybody. And I'm like, well, I mean that one time when I killed a lady on on the train, I didn't say that out loud, but I thought that and I was like, wait, wait, no, I never actually killed anybody. But, but I think that I killed somebody. So I was actually telling this story about the old man on the radio last night and 
um, the other host, John, he was like, so you left this guy to die. Like, you've got a history of killing old people. I'm like, actually, he's probably pretty lucky I didn't pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably It would have been driving to Canada with him in your back seat. <laughs> <laughs> two days, two day old man, two day dead old man in the back seat of the car. Oh, I'm so glad I finally got to tell that story to you now, Nathan. You feel like, like it's just a weight that you can... Yeah, I just like confess that I killed an old lady on the train. <clears throat> See, yeah. my thinking with that is it's not so much like to me it was like you're the good Samaritan in the situation. Right? Else That's was what I forward. thought. Yeah. No adulter or adults were stepping forward. <laughs> you're just this kid that was like, I mean, I have I'll some give training. it a try. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody else yeah. was stepping forward and I think At least you stepped forward. Yeah, just you being didn't... bold enough to be like yeah, I'll try. I think that's probably more so than I guess you could say for everybody else that was standing there watching, taking pictures. So, yeah, good job. So Rebecca. I think, yeah, <laughs> thanks, yeah. guys. We're, we're proud of you. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm like, I don't. It takes a bold move, I think, to just like. Well, I waited for others. Just nobody <laughs> else responded. Gosh. It's really scary when you actually yeah. have to like step in and try and yeah. save someone. Although you might have killed her if you did it wrong. That's always a thing. Mm, and then there's Bradley. Bradley. There's, there's that. Was the ribs breaking a I bad thing? I thought that was supposed to happen. That happens, right? Like, happen. yeah, yeah, I hear that. I hear most Minor actually do break some some ribs. Yeah, no, that's that's good. That means you did it right, right? Right. <laughs> Let's just pretend. Yes. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut, Bradley. She's like, I may have shattered them. <laughs> this poor old lady probably just snapped quick. Oh man. Oh, man. I feel like you're always in like sticky situations like that. Like things like this uh, always happen to you. Like yes, whether it's with old people do. or just like I mall think I shootings get or... myself into situations. Yeah, I was in that mall shooting. It's it's gotten to the <laughs> point where like now when something happens, I'm like, of course this is gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. Like I'm ready for this. Like I've had a gun pulled on me several times. Mm-hmm. I've had a knife pulled on me. Somebody tried to kidnap me from a grocery store oh when I had a baby with me. Yeah, like Wow. Like, like you've had craziest, it all. Yes, the craziest things have happened to me. I would question where you live, but I don't think you've ever lived no, like, like in the hood. It or doesn't anything. matter. Yeah, I have lived in the hood. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I've got some street cred. <laughs> I just, I, I think I just, I'm fearless in as far as like I will go anywhere and try anything. Yeah. And I think it opens up a lot of opportunities for my life to be put at risk. Yeah. No, that's a very, that's a good. But point. I haven't died yet. Yeah. Yet. Yet. Yeah, Nathan and I ran through uh, streets of downtown Kansas City really, really Oof. late at night looking for a bathroom for him. Oh, that's we true. We ran through some dark alleys. That's because Nathan wasn't 21 yet, and it was a Friday mm-hmm. night, and like everything was, you had to be 21 or over to get in, and we couldn't find any place for him to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, there was one place I remember. I was like, oh, perfect. This place says brew on the outside. <laughs> coffee shop. I can drink coffee. Let's go in there. And then I was like walking up to it, and I was like, oh, freak, you know what I just remembered? It's a different kind of brew. That's a different kind of brew. Yeah, no, I can't go in there at all. No, they so. were asking for ID at the door. I was like, nope, Nathan. Ooh, an idea? ID for coffee? <laughs> what? Well, I, how this good is, is it? You just be like, this is my underage son. He needs to right. go to the bathroom. Right. But do you know so. the actual place we found for him to go to the bathroom was a bar? Like, was we went, it actually? Yes, it was, it was um, the record bar. We went oh, back yeah. there for you to go to the bathroom. Well, because, because there was we knew an you event could get there in there. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Adventures with Nathan and Bex. Seriously. Someday, once we figure out how to make videos. This weekend. Right, because we're, we're doing that one thing. Shoot that we at each said. other with is, was oh. it airsoft or yeah. what, what were you guys yeah. shooting? Airsoft shotguns. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Do you, you still have those? I have. Uh, I think they're like broke. I have several bad. at That's my house. That's fine. You can just throw them at each you other. Right. Paintball too, if you Ooh, really feel like it. Nathan, I've got the equipment. We're good. You have airsoft stuff? Uh huh. All right. Yeah. Just wear goggles. Let's do it. Can you still ride a bike? Whoa. Can I still ride a bike? Are you kidding? When was last time you rode a bike, Rebecca? Uh, when the weather was nice. Just do it with your car. So yesterday. I have my own bike. Your car. We'll do it with the cars. (laughs) (laughs) She just got very excited. (laughs) All right. I was just gonna ask, do you have that old car at your house still? But that's gone. Uh, the station wagon. Mary's old one is now my little Yeah, sunfire. the Pontiac. I don't Pontiac know if it runs or not. It doesn't. What but if we her. ride on the alpacas? <gasps> Do oh. that. Do that. Okay. Those jerks need some punishment after <laughs> what happened last week. You you do that yeah, first, yeah. and I'll follow <laughs> in suit. <laughs> yeah, show us how it's done. I feel like it's been a good show today. It was fun. 
Thank you, Abby. We got a little serious yeah. today. Thanks we usually don't do that. You guys are like huge influences on, yeah, man. on, on us, yeah. like really just Some getting our ducks in a row. Debbie Downers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Tell you uh, how it is. That's the Nathan Beck's podcast. For this time, coming to you uh, every Wednesday. We try to. Sometimes we on Sundays. We have been very consistent. Right. We've only missed like twice. That's true. And whenever we do miss, we try to do it on like a Sunday or something. So you don't have to go the full like two weeks. Definitely not Because we know weeks. how hard it is to go without hearing oh, us man. once a week. Oh man, listen, whenever we don't record, I hear about it, you know? My DMs Actually, are Actually, we just... legit do hear yeah, about I, it. How encouraging is that? Uh-huh, and shout out to all of you on the text line at uh, the other radio show I'm on who have been telling me that you're listening. Thank you. I Seriously. see those. Yeah. That's we awesome. It. You guys can follow us on SoundCloud, by the way, so you get a uh, notification every time we upload. Uh-huh. Unless you download from iTunes, then... I mean, you could still follow us on SoundCloud and then listen on iTunes still. Right. Also, go to the Nathan Beck's Facebook page because we will post all of our stuff there. Yes. And videos if we ever do one. If we ever do one. Which we, we promise. Might. We promise we're doing one this weekend. <sighs> what is that video about? Oh, shooting, shooting each other. Yep. Uh-huh. I keep forgetting. Okay. Oh, and I have to learn to whistle too. Yes. Mm. You do. That should be easy. I've got a lot to do this weekend. It's going to be busy. Alrighty, well that's it for us. Abby and Bradley, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you. For it, was cool. fun. Thank it was fun, you. yeah. Have a great time on your PCT. Thanks. Don't die. Oof. Carry bear spray. And uh, maybe a bulletproof vest. And research oh, a little bit more on the survival. Yeah, come I know, on. I'm a little worried. Run down a hill, climb up a tree. That's all you gotta remember. Okay, two steps, that's it, for every yes. animal. That's the Nathan Beck's podcast. I'm Nathan. And I'm Bex. <laughs> we out. You got it backwards this time, Nathan. You're supposed to do the no, the after I means say we're done. We out. I say we out, and then you do the you did it wrong. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.